2: Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
1: your podcasts. So it's the listener's letter time. Hang on, Uh, I'm just fixing the the mic. Okay, sorry.
2: The Gossip Gaze. Gossip Gaze. The Gossip
0: Gaze. This week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy
1: is looking at recycling and gaze ill. Danny's got the dirt of people rubbing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm.
0: And we've got a special reveal about the up and coming live
1: show. Oh, my lordy The live show. Oh, my lordy. OML. We We haven't had a drink in ages. We
0: haven't done this in ages. Cheers,
1: love. Cheers. Wow. Working gals, you know. I like a little tip on a Tuesday afternoon.
0: I do. And you know what? I love our routine of coming in. We've been, we've switched... From alcohol to coffee re- recently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We've
0: gone from yummy mummies to trashy Tina's.
1: Yeah. We need to pr- rake it back. So what? Are you saying coffee next week?
0: No, reclaim our our yummy mummy status with G and T's.
1: Oh God, don't. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag awful past.
0: Uh, have you had a good week?
1: Um... So what's that? Right. So on Saturday night, I was off. So I had a rare Saturday night off, which is very rarely it happens. What but did you do? Nothing. You I could thought, have come with me to Ireland. Do you know what? I was I was thinking, I'm just going to do nothing. Anyway, biggest mistake of my life. Boring. Yeah, it was boring. Do you know when you're flicking through everybody's Instagram stories? Everybody's out. Did you not
0: order a takeaway from that? What's it called? Giovanni's
1: in Woodlesford. Giovanni's, Woodlesford, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite restaurant. Honestly, it's the best takeout ever. Anyway, no, I didn't. I stayed in and I was laid in bed and it was like 10 o'clock at night and I was like, do you know what? Flicking through Instagram stories. I even got invited out to it's Manchester. It's like a trance, isn't it? When you get,
0: when you get, oh. what was that like rabbit hole? Like, kettle of fucking instagram it's yeah. shocking
1: i was in that anyway then i found out my favorite porn star was out <laughs> in manchester day scene livid <laughs> who's that <laughs> uh it's called gabriel cross what if he listens to the show i don't think he does but he was <laughs> out <in> Ma- <laughs> he doesn't listen to us honey. he's out fucking being a hot porn star yeah so he was out in manchester so i was hang like hang
0: on but what would you have actually have fucking done if you were out in Manchester, gone up and asked for a picture? No, cringe. Well, that, exactly. So what, you
1: you would have done nothing but just seen him with your own eyes. Maybe brushed up against him accidentally being like, oh, sorry. Sorry, That sorry, is the sir. most weird and fucking pervy thing. <laughs> that sounds fine
0: now, nah, but... You give yourself another 20 years and you're just as bad as, like, a weird flasher on a bus.
1: That's not cool. Right, okay. You can't clown. rub <laughs> up against someone. <laughs> That's so not cool. I don't know. I just mean, like, knock into the mask and be like, why sorry. would you do that?
0: I don't know. Just
1: we like you eye contact. Joking.
0: You're falling fall crazy. in love with you. <laughs> you are like <laughs> these crazy girls from school. Like, you're nuts.
1: Right, anyway, I didn't. I sat in an, an assault at home did nothing. Anyway, I woke up fresh on Sunday and I was like, thank God I didn't go out. Saved all that money. Now I'm fresh on a Sunday. Yeah, but you had a shit night. Yeah, it's boring. Never doing it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Today's been a right weird day for me if I'm honest with you, hon. Have a sip on that. You have a sip on that. I woke up this morning early. Yeah. Now I have this thing. I like to order everything online. I think it's being a fat gal. I don't like to go shops and walk around and get sweaty. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I order everything online. It's so much easier. Ace, eBay, Amazon. All of them things are your best friend. All of them things are your best friend as a fat girl. Right, yeah. So I've got deliveries coming every day. I swear the neighbours must think I'm some kind of like, you know, Matilda when she got them deliveries coming all the time. Oh, there must be speed Yeah, boat <laughs> salesmen. <laughs> the neighbours think I'm a speed boat salesman. Um, so I got up to get the door this morning, got me new hats delivered for Pride. And I thought, you know what, I'm not tired. So I had a big crumpet, with
1: Marmite on.
0: Yeah. And I went back to bed. Well... I have not had dreams like I have had.
1: Crazy dreams?
0: I don't know if it was the Marmite. Right. Was it know. the Crumpet? I don't know if it was the Crumpet. <laughs> I don't know if it was the new neck pillow that I bought. Have you got a new one? Oh my God, you want to see it? You need to order me one. No, honey. This is a memory foam pillow. It looks no. a funny shape. Right. But it, t- it tucks <laughs> in and it... Oh my God, when I say... I think it was like transmitting me into this, into this, another world. I think the dream wasn't a dream. I think it was a glimpse into another world. We- I've not had the comfiest <laughs> sleep. Honey, I've got a new mattress, right. which by the way, I've got to be honest, it was from Simba and everyone bangs on about these Simba mattresses. I don't think it's all that.
1: Not sp- sponsored, by the way.
0: Not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Anyway, do you want to know what the dream was about? Yeah, tell me about your dream. My mum, my
1: mum and dad...
0: In their house. Were there, and I was there, but they were using the house as an Airbnb.
1: Right, so there's other people there,
0: and there was a gang in the bathroom. Oh wow, smoking, drinking, being like trashing the place. Right, so I went to my mum and was like, "Mum, the right, the wreck in the bathroom," and she was like, "Don't care." In this dream, I was really distraught, and my mum and dad didn't care. And then it took a really weird turn, and one of the guys came into my room, and it
1: went weird, sexual. Yeah, did it? Yeah. Wow. How weird. Is speaking that? of that, I never have a sexual dream, but I did have some on Saturday night while I was alone, bored. What? Maybe because I knew a the dream. I was out. Yeah, I don't know. But my dream was sexual. Like yeah? what? I mean, I woke up and I was like, wow. I was sweating. Was there a mess? No, I've not, oh. still, not had a, still not had a wet dream yet. Right. But yeah. Oh, well, that could have been one. Nearly was one.
0: If you stayed asleep another 10 minutes, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, just had the craziest dreams. So I don't know, what is it that gives us these dreams? Is it uh, Mercury in retrograde? I think that's stopped now. I've not heard no one bang on about it for a while. Right. But yeah, weird day, weird week. Going into the bank holiday ahead. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be run ragged though, I'm working Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, can you believe, five days in a row? With the assistant? Oh, that's, that's, that's that normal work the- for people. Yeah, well that's a lot <laughs> for me, okay? <laughs> Honestly, I know that sounds like I live on a- another planet, but it's a lot of travelling. We're hosting the Chappie and Gay Times event Thursday, I'm in Middlesbrough Friday, Saturday all day. I can't wait for and Saturday. I stage. Yeah, I'm
1: going to be with you there all day on Saturday, which is exciting.
0: Sunday I'm in London.
1: Yeah. But it's a half five in the afternoon gig and I'm Ease. going straight back on the train. Straight you? to bed.
0: Yeah. And then Monday I'm doing the Viet closing party. It's going
1: to be sick. Oh, we're going to have a little party on Monday.
0: Yeah. So can we do a bit of housekeeping now? We don't often do housekeeping on the show, but we just want to let you know what's going on with, with everything. So this week is our normal show. Yep. Next week is going to be our Manchester Pride special. Yep. People we've met, our experiences, how it went down, how hungover we're going to be, all of that, tune in next week. To be honest, if we get enough, I feel like we could do a bonus episode. Yeah. And give the kiddies what they want. Absolutely. And then the week after that, you are going to be hearing... Everything that went down at the Gossip Gaze Live, aren't they, Bill? Yeah, so if
1: you don't have tickets to that, don't worry, because the week after, you will be hearing it as a podcast. So wait. don't fret. But for all those who do have tickets, you are going to get a little extra bits there, which won't make the actual cut of the show so well done. So make sure yeah. in future, if that ever does happen, get your tickets, kids. Get them tickets. And also, if you are coming to the... Man-
0: and also, if you are coming to our live show... um. Drop us a DM if you want your listener's letter featured on the live show because we are taking requests for that show specifically. We want to know dating dilemmas. We want to know, have you been bummed by a dog? We want to know... We want to know, have you accidentally killed your nan's cat by accident? You need help. All of these things we can help you with. Look, yep. Jeremy Kyle's not on anymore. Yep. Do you suspect that your brother has slept with your nan Sam and has need got the lie detector. We've got a <laughs> lie detector, <laughs> haven't we? You'll also get to meet our gorgeous producer, Sam, who will be doing a naked meet and greet after the show. Isn't that right, Sam? Paid. Paid. Oh. And extra two quid. Check out his OnlyFans, £2.99 a month. <laughs>
1: Anyway, so you was in Ireland.
0: Oh, I had the best Saturday. I was flown over. I've, do you know, I've got to be honest with you. You know, in your book booking flights, mm-hmm. do you go? would you go, oh, I'm not going to travel with that particular company. Because the last, say the last year or two, I've pretty constantly tried to go for like EasyJet, Jet2. Right. You know, the ones that are budget, but they're not like... I don't want to smear not someone, but budget. they're not like <laughs> shmai and shmei. Uh, Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Who did you fly with? Schmey and shmei. Right.
0: I have not okay. seen leg room. Like They might as well just give us a cardboard box to sit in. Right. <laughs> I have not seen leg. And I couldn't be, be rude, because obviously I haven't booked the flight, but I got on and I was on the DB.
1: <laughs> I can't fly like this. I should be first class. No, I'm joking. What was the show like? Um, was it a it full show? It was the
0: first ever Pride in a place called Lawn, just outside Belfast. And um, I was on at midnight, so they had like a day event and then a night event. And you know what? It was a big thing for this place because they had people protesting. <gasps> they did? They had local businesses saying
1: they don't want anything to do with it. It was a big ruckus. So it was like... I can't think of an example, but there was protest... Like, I don't ever see protesters at Pride, really.
0: Yeah, they're always at Pride. You, they're usually standing outside the church, do you know what I mean? Right. And I was like, well, do you know what? You've just got to let these people do that because at the end of the day, it's Saturday. We're all in here having drinks, celebrating, being proud. There's kids here. There's families here. That's, I've said it before and I'll say it again. That's the future. Yeah. That, you know, out of... Say there was 1,700 kids there. I just don't even know what number I made up there. Seventy hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Say there was seven kids there. One of them seven might have been gay. Yeah. Lesbian, of trans, bi. Yeah. And they've looked around and thought, whatever I am, I'm okay. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's not about old cynical Cindy outside with her mixed fabrics and her boring haircut and her sign saying we're going to go to hell. Yeah. She's chose her life, right. and it's to stand outside a gay pub on a Saturday day. So is it just in a pub? So this was in, yes, like, yeah, basically. But they had like big grounds and there was a f- like f- like a fair fair kind of things Aww, on there for the like kids, a little... food vans. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and you know what? Every single person that I met and spoke to was absolutely lovely. And also, I've never stayed in a hotel that has been so accommodating. Really? Right, we got early check-in. Guess what time we got check-in? What? No, am. What? 9 a.m. Early checking, you looking at a push one. Yeah, absolutely. And then she says, Oh, um, breakfast is from seven. And I went, Breakfast, I went, Babe, flight back home tomorrow's at half seven. She went, Say no more. Say no. I can't see the accent. I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to attempt it. She made us a pack lunch each. Me no. and Joe, I swear to you. Four. Sandwiches. Oh, the sandwiches were delicious. Chinese chicken, tuna. We had a selection of sandwiches. We had a fruit chew, an apple, a Freddo, a bag of potatoes, and some sweets. I've never... Honestly. No. I've never... Honestly, I couldn't... I want to go back there just to stay in that hotel. Yeah,
1: that sounds amazing. I've yeah. never known any hotel do
0: that. Ever. They were just super nice. And it was all to do with... remember we spoke on the show a while ago about Bear Strong? The strong man that came out as gay? Yeah, He organised this for his local town.
1: Oh, and wow. And he's
0: the one, after the show, I followed him on socials, he followed yeah. me back, and it's basically through this podcast how I basically got the book in, because he found out who I was,
1: and he... So, you're telling me you got booked and I didn't, basically. <laughs> well, when you get a blue tick on Twitter, maybe you will.
0: <laughs> i No, but basically, yeah, it's what, you're saying you want some of my money for Saturday?
1: no <laughs> give me a slice of that pie i'm saying i could have dj'd i was i was you off i was DJ'd. doing nothing you could I was have. doing nothing anyway you could have DJed. so was it a kid. full 40 minute show or what what's the sitch yeah um, um, what do you want i know the ins <laughs> and outs of the duck's ass it was a good show <laughs> <laughs> no. I you ready to know if it was a couple of numbers or is it your full no, no, show no no it
0: was a full 40 minute show right um very mixed crowd, as you can imagine, the first ever Pride, but everybody really got behind it and was really nice. And it was nice to meet up with, like, Trudy Scrumptious from Belfast, who I've not seen for ages. Right. She is a fabulous drag queen. Blue Hydrangea. Oh, yeah, I love her. Blue Hydrangea. Oh, yeah. She's going to be so big this year. Wow. Yeah. So she's one to watch out for. Um, Just a really nice day, really nice queens, really nice people, really nice town. And I'm really proud to say I was part of their... Their first event, uh, their first Pride event that's, you know, hopefully going to be there every year and it's going to help change attitudes, educate people and show young people that it's okay to be gay.
1: That's what it's all about. But while we're on the topic of Pride... What? This is coming out on the Friday of Manchester Pride, so it is the big weekend. If you are
0: listening to us over Pride, maybe you're hungover, maybe you've seen one of our stickers around Manchester's village and thought, what's that bag of shite? I'm going to listen to that. (laughs) Welcome to the show. That's all I have to say. And I hope you have a fabulous... (laughs) Well, that's it. Just welcome.
1: I hope you have a fabulous weekend at Manchester Pride. Danny is going to be on the Thomas Cook Aeroplane Stage. What is it? The Thomas Cook (laughs) Aeroplane
0: Stage. The Thomas Cook Airline Stage. It's in Sackville Park. Yeah. The Saturday... I've hooked up with Manchester Pride and listen to this, honey. It's going to be called the Danny Beard and Friends stage. I'm going to be there. You're going to be there. I'm going to wheel you out. At some point. At some point and say, here's my beautiful friend and make you talk on the microphone, which will be your first time. Ever. In front of a big
1: audience, will it not?
0: Yeah, of course, but I'm prepared. I think if you're there, support him. I'm there. Cheer for you. Out loud and proud. Cheer for me. Yeah, cheer for me. You've also
1: got some other friends on the stage.
0: I've hooked up a load of my friends. Yeah. Heroin amore. Narcissus Nightshade, Donna Trump's going to be there. We've got a really big reveal slash thing happening tomorrow oh, that God I'm not allowed all. to hush, talk hush, about. Hush, 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 hush. Yeah, I've had to sign documents.
1: Just be there on the Saturday. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. And then to
0: top it all off.
1: Oh, big top. Let's go. vocal
0: icon of mine.
1: Whale! Lulu. Wow, she's going to be there headlining. Headlining. Oh, you've. I think you've asked. we liberty. trying to get X her, her well? on this show. <laughs> You're joking. I'm going to be there with my the microphone, and be like Lulu. To speak, Lulu, to speak, to Lulu speak, speak to
0: me, Lulu. Speak,
1: speak to me, speak to oh, me, Lulu. Speak to me, darling. <laughs> Come on, darling. Have I think we've ch- got
0: Liberty <laughs> X Short Miley Moore. My friends are endless. I don't know. <laughs> <people>. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah, how fab. And I, I'm going to be doing a full half an hour show just before Lulu.
1: How exciting. my exciting.
0: schedules through. My feet are going to be like little. Tings on the end of me, a little ting, little stumps on the end <laughs> of my legs. By the end of it, but it's going to be good. And I have to say, uh, after the vigil, I'm also going to be in via in Manchester around yeah. 10 p.m. Power of four.
1: No, although it's not happened yet. When you hear this, it will have happened. We parted last night with Chappie in the daytimes.
0: Look, guys, we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you be on the curtain here a minute. Yeah, we. We record this on a Tuesday. Yeah. It doesn't go out till a Friday. Most of you aren't going to listen to Monday, Tuesday. Bank holiday, you're probably not listening until Wednesday. By the time you've listened to this, we have hosted... A party. A party. Yeah. With chappy and Gay Times. Fabulous. Our first ever official event as the Gossip Gaze.
1: So you're going to be there in drought looking fabulous. I'm going to DJ. Oh, we Yeah, had- well, th- this will have happened. Yeah, we had the best time. <laughs> it was amazing. And then Friday... We were on Gadio
0: breakfast. I mean that was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, so
1: if you have come over from Gadio and heard and hearing us now for the first time, welcome. Yeah. Welcome again. The gossip gaze. So, it's time for review of the week and it's your turn to make a show of yourself. Unfortunately, this person hasn't left where they are from, so I can't do their accent.
0: Oh, well then why don't we guess that they're from Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, they're from
1: Glasgow. Okay, so I'll fucking give you a Glaswegian kiss, girl. Is that right? No. (laughs) Okay, so this is from (laughs) Ash. We'd love to send you from Scotland. Um, Scottish. Love, love, love the podcast. Is that Irish? Yeah. (laughs) That's offensive. Scottish. Scottish. Tash. Love, love love the podcast. Never really been into listening Scottish podcasts until. I stumbled across this one on Billy's Instagram story, and I thought I would give it a listen, and I was not disappointed. I'm going into Irish. <laughs> Man, this is good. We were all Scottish, rooting for you. Scottish, titty, titty, every <laughs> just do it. <laughs> it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Scottish. Every time I listen, I imagine you both sat there drinking gin, both in your work attires. Danny's in his drag and Billy in his mask, and it just makes it even funnier. It's Irish. <laughs> it's not even Irish. It's just like you're slurring. Uh, <clears throat> Scottish, Scottish. I love that you both discuss real, se- real, real slash serious topics, but you can make it fun and bearable instead of always depressing. Ash. The person. that was quite good. Towards the no end. clue what the review said. Didn't yeah, what
0: any of the words were, honey.
1: Anyway, Ash, thank you for leaving that review. Even though you didn't leave where you're from, but are yes. we going to stop doing the accents now? Leave us some oh, love reviews.
0: We can't do them. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: We can't. We're making a show of ourselves. People are going to think we're racists.
1: Well, it's up to the listeners. If you want to leave us a lovely review and leave where you're from and we can try your accent, then we can. If not, just leave us a review anyway. It's on Apple Podcasts. Yes. So head over to there and give us five stars, bitch. Five stars? How would you say five stars it's in five Scottish? Five stars. F- That's Irish. On, oh, so, uh, Scottish. I'm a fourth Scottish fourth
0: Five stars. I'm going to tell Mary Mac that you were racist, Walter. The Gossip Gaze. Bills. Hola. La uh, I want to talk today about masturbation.
1: Oh, what
2: well, about no, it? So
0: this is it. I don't want you to say. It. I feel like we just need to be open with one another more, not me and you. I mean, as peeps, as people. In general. In general, about masturbation and about healthy sex and what's good about sex and what's not. There's been a recent survey, basically. Right. That has shown nearly a fifth of men, which is 19% for any maths nerds out there, uh, have actually injured themselves while masturbating. Wow. And only 9% of women have done so. Well, look, I've done a little bit more digging round after I've read this survey. Uh, and there's a guy called Dan Drake. Now, Dan Drake is a certified sex addiction therapist and clinical counsellor, Billy. Ooh, fancy. I know, what a fancy name on your thing. And basically, this guy says, it doesn't matter how often you masturbate, it's not a problem.
1: Yeah. But <laughs>
0: Thanks for that. It's only a problem when it starts affecting your life in negative ways. Ooh. And then he basically outlines five ways that it could be a negative way and number one is do you hurt yourself so, which is making me think that this is a you know for a fifth of men that's problematic
1: do how, you know what i'm saying how are they hurting well themselves? they're
0: hurting they're hurting themselves anything from a mild skin chafing <laughs> to to something called pay i can't even say it payron's disease Peyron's. which is like fibrous tissue in the in the
1: penis from but, from masturbating do you know what i think i'm one of these people then because I had, have had friction burn in the past. Oh, no. Yeah, I have. Friction
0: burn? We need a bit
1: of spit or something. Not up. to be too graphic, but in one day, I did it quite a lot when I was bored. And the next day, my penis was Whoa. on fire. Honestly, it's like I put it in the cooker. <laughs> it was red well, on. Well, let's go back to, to Dr. Drake.
0: Is that his name? Yeah, Dan Drake, isn't it? (laughs) Dr Dan Drake. Dr Drake's second point is, does your job life suffer? So were you able to work after your chafing incident?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was. I did put some like E45 cream on it and just gave it a break. Right. (laughs) Right. Did it
0: harm your social life?
1: No. Right, well, it wasn't an
0: issue. Right. Now, the third point on Dr Dan Drake's list is, do you fail with a partner? What does that mean? So, are you are you masturbating over sleeping with a partner? Right, okay. Because that's, that's when it's problematic. Uh, and then he goes on, his other points are, four, do you always think about it? Do you feel distracted of thoughts about when you're going to think about it next? Do you have to nip... F- to the toilets in work for a quick masturbation Is this
1: like a masturbation addict, Well,
0: this is it because a lot of people don't know how much is too much and how much is not enough and if we know a fifth the guys are it and themselves doing it then it might be a bit too much. Yeah. And his fifth and final point I've got to point out here for Dr Drake is does he... (laughs) Have you tried to cut back on your masturbation sessions and failed? (laughs) That's when you know you're an addict. I feel like I'm... I'm only on four wanks a day at the moment, but I'm actually... I'm suppressing that. I'm actually more like on 20. So, yeah. I mean, we've gone from injuring yourselves to trying to come back. Yeah. How much is too much? Don't know. This is it. This is why we need to be more open about sex. Sex and masturbation. Mm. Wow. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Yeah. Like like an old woman. Yeah, like an yeah. old woman saying the word lesbian. <laughs> Why aren't we? Well, get involved let us know. What do you think is too much to masturbate? Yeah. And do you think
1: you've ever injured yourself? Yeah, that's... I
0: don't think I've ever injured myself. I've never
1: injured myself. I've had, I've had a little friction burn, but that's about it. You've had a
0: chafe?
1: Chafe, yeah. Chafe wow. willie?
0: Ooh. Red hot pepperoni. Wow, a little chili pepper. <laughs>
1: So it's the listeners' letter time of our show.
0: We love this segment. And don't forget, if you want to get involved, you can email us like today's listener has emailed. And that's thegossipgaze at gmail.com. Don't forget the Z on the end of gaze, And also at thegossipgaze across all social media platforms. Or our private ones.
1: At DJ Billy Andrew for me.
0: And at the Danny Beard for me. I you've got my own bloody Instagram handle then. Well,
1: you you did remember
0: it. <laughs> well, you did. So let's move on. Thank you. And scene. Uh, who's this from, Bill? So this
1: is from Kirsty. She slid... Well, she didn't slide anywhere. She emailed us. She said she's loving the podcast. We are both hilarious and thank you for sharing our fabulous selves with us and the world. Aw, she welcome. is Kirsty girl. So her dilemma is that she's bisexual. She doesn't have a problem with it, but her friends right. are aware, but her family aren't. Her best friend thinks that she needs to come out to them. I never introduce people I'm dating, male or female, to my family as I've not met anybody that I'm comfortable being long-term with, regardless of their sex. My friends are only aware I'm by because I pick up women when I'm in the pub, not because I've, any so- not because I've had any sort of coming-out experience to them. Is my friend right? She asks. Am I being disrespectful to my family by not telling them, or am I right in thinking that it is useless until it actually affects them, as it's really not any of their business? I'm not ashamed. I'm just of in the mindset that my love life is nobody else's business and the thought of talking about it to anyone that is not involved makes me feel extremely uncomfortable. Fabulously yours, Kirsty.
0: Ah, oh, well, firstly, thank you for sharing, Kirsty. Yeah. Um because if it's something that makes you feel a bit uncomfortable just sharing it with us, I think is already a step in a direction of openness. If you like. Agreed. I've got a few questions, I think, if you want to call them that. I think my questions to Kirsty would be, what is your motive to say it makes me uncomfortable? Because what is your motive that makes you uncomfortable because I used to feel that way a little bit when I was in the closet. Well, it doesn't matter, you know, it's it's my personal, you know, who I go to bed with's my business. But then there is that kind of relief, that weight lifting feeling yeah. of this is me, I don't care who knows. Shove it up your rectum if you don't like it, kind of feeling. But then there's me back on the fence again. I don't know your personal circumstances, I don't know your family, you know, I don't know what's making you think that, is your family not accepting, I don't know all the the be-all and end-all, so it's hard for me to give exact advice on what you should do, I can only, I can only pat it back and forth as your gay friend, what do you think Bill?
1: See for me, when growing up I knew that I was gay and I felt like I was keeping this secret from everybody. And then when I finally told my family, it felt like you said, like this weight had gone and it was like this release, and it's like, oh, right, that's it. Everybody knows now. I don't need to worry. There's but no f- pressure. There's no pressure. But in my mind, all the time, it was like, I need to tell them. I need to tell but them. But when
0: we spoke to our mums and when we spoke to other people's family members, loads of people say they knew anyway. So but half I- the time, it's an exercise for yourself, not for anybody else. I mean, that's what it should ultimately be anyway. But. You know and what I'm saying is a lot of the time, you know, it's not like a oh she's gay, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like, shock, yeah. Hun, we knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You show me now. Get your bacon socks off the rug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I just think you from, feel
0: she should open up to her family. I can tell.
1: Just from my personal experience, I wanted to share it with my family. I wanted to tell them. You sound like you don't want to, so which is completely fine. But I just had this need of wanting to let everybody know at the right time, when I was old enough to deal with it.
0: Is this only a dilemma because a friend is pushing her to do this? Now, I have to say, your friends know you the most. Yeah. Now, I I I like to listen to my friends. You know, if my friends turn around and said, oh, God, that boy, your dating's horrible. Yeah. I'd listen to that. And I've had friends that haven't, and it's not worked out for them. Right. Um, Different story, but, you know, if your friends really feel like you should, I always feel... Think, how strong, how good are my friends with this person? Now, is this person must be saying it because they've got my back, because they've got my best interests at heart. Friends, in general. I mean, we've all got one or two friends that, you know, you think, God, what's their issue? What's their problem? Whatever, whatever. But, in general, friends have got your back, right? Yeah. And friends want the best for you. So they should. So if your friend is saying it, that is alarm bells to me. Is,
1: Is it maybe making you unhappy more so than you think? Hmm. But she feels like she doesn't need the need to tell anybody.
0: Then don't. This
1: is what I'm saying. If you feel like you don't have a need or it's nobody's business, then you shouldn't have to. It's your own personal journey and experience. Yeah. The
0: only reason you should want to come out is for yourself and yourself only.
1: Yeah. I knew when I came out that is the reason why I was coming out because I just wanted to tell people for you so you could
0: live your life if she's happy living her life the way it is then she needs to say to her her mate look i'm genuinely happy the way i'm living my life like i don't need to tell them you know Mm. there's something about people feeling the need to tell people this is what i am this is how i am yeah this is you know we've had this before on the show where people have said i've got i've joined a new job should i tell my colleagues it's not up to anyone else It doesn't matter and it's no one's business who you decide to go to bed with at the end of the day and who you decide to spend your life with and maybe she is waiting for that special someone, regardless of the gender, to introduce to her family.
1: I feel like if if your gut is telling you just to wait until you find that special person you do want to be with, then just wait. There's no rush. There's no rushing coming out to anybody, especially if you feel like you don't need to. No. Then there's no point. Whereas, just from my experience, I felt like I had to, and I did, and here I am. You know, just to round this up, it's a, this is a tricky one, and there isn't a black
0: and white answer, but I think for anyone struggling with coming out, you've got to think, am I coming from a supportive place with my family? You know, me and you were lucky, we both were, weren't we? And our mums were so... Yeah loving and all of that and some people aren't and you know when you're older and you need to come out I feel like you need to come from a place of you need to tick some boxes off first in a sense and be like right am I comfortable am I you know can I afford to live on my own have I got a support network around me of loyal and loving friends once you've ticked all them boxes and you know you're good then you can start thinking about your headspace and think am I comfortable telling people do I care if people know? And then you can start thinking, well, if they find out and don't like it, that's their issue. And you start getting in this real positive mentality. And basically, once all those points have been ticked, I'm happy in myself. I can support myself. I'm happy with who I am and where I'm going. Then it shouldn't matter who you tell and who you don't tell. Yeah. So for that reason... I say, that's the time when you come out. That's the time when you say, fuck everybody else. This is my time to say, this is me. And if no one likes it, that's that's no one's problem. A lot of people get confused with saying, well, I don't feel the need that I need to tell people because that's my business. But sometimes it's not about being your business. Sometimes it's about saying to the world, this is who I am. Yeah. And I'm happy with who I am. Just a
1: thought. Wow, what a lovely way to round it off. So I hope we give you some nice advice there, Kirsty.
0: I know, I feel like we've gone all news at 10. I know, yeah. Thank you so much, Kirsty. And we will see you next week on ITV News. This is Nina Nana, ITV News. The Gossip
1: Gaze. So do you know why I'm all about saving the planet at the minute?
0: Well, you say this, but you're still buying plastics, hon.
1: No, I've seriously reduced no, my you carbon have. No, footprint. You, uh,
0: do you know what? I'm not going to try and pull the rug from under you there. Yeah. You are. And you are, you are being more thoughtful.
1: Yeah. So there was a, um, a research study um, by the Penn State University in America yeah. that discovered heterosexual men, mm. the Strenogy, Yeah. will not reuse their bags in fear of looking gay. What? Like what? They won't
0: reuse what? Like the little?
1: Yeah. So the study of nine hundred and thirty people, the psychologists found in the end that using recyclable plastic bags or... like a bag um, for life. Yeah, but ba- yeah, basically bag for life or doing their laundry on the line instead of using a tumble dryer, they deemed it more of a female traditional job. So wow. they wouldn't do that because it reduces their masculinity.
0: Do you know what, though? I've got to, got to be honest. A lot of the bags you get from the shops, they've got, like, flowers on and stuff, haven't they? They are a bit girly, some of them. I mean, some of them are just, like, Morrisons or whatever, but some of them are actual...
1: I just can't girly. believe men are being that petty in this day and age by not using a bag for life. Like, you just buy a new one every time. You're nuts. For what? For fear of looking? For fear of looking gay. Like, that's just really actually demoralising. Well, no, it just shows you what,
0: what work we've still got to do for you know toxic masculinity and and the way you know certain colors and certain things to be seen are less masculine than others and it goes as far as a bloody shopping bag it's it's you know this is why i hate to keep coming back to it a lot but it's it's true it's this is why it's so important to teach people like the no outsiders program in schools that you know, it's okay for girls to do X, Y, and Z and it's okay for boys to do X, Y, and Z and certain things, you know, girls can play football. And yeah. Boys can do ballet. It's all of this, you know, seen as women should be the shopping. Do you know what's women weird do as well? Shopping?
1: Like, in in high school, when you used to take your P kit in a bag, it was always dead important what bag you took it in. Or I found, like, you couldn't ever yeah. take it in, like, a Primark bag. Oh, you couldn't have, like, an Asda carry bag. You needed to have, like, a man one. Or somewhat cool and trendy. Do you think it comes back In to school.
0: that? school. You know, but this is the thing with schools as well. This, this is completely off topic, but this is why a lot of schools don't do own clothes days. Have you seen this? Yeah, because, because it's... Because some kids can afford the best new trainers and the best clothes, and some kids can't, and it's seen as a a status thing, which it's kind of always been the way, but I don't really know... I don't really have a viable solution to that in my mind of what to do. For what? The plastic bag day thing? Well, yeah. Well, everything we're talking about earlier, but I don't know how. (laughs) How are we going to combat that? Well, you're not going to... We're going to start making some carrier bags of... That's say I'm not gay on. (laughs) (laughs) Promise I'm not gay. (laughs) Yeah. This cucumber is to eat. Promise. (laughs)
1: Do you know what I mean? Maybe we should
0: make our own tote bags for the gossip gays for people to shop with.
1: Yeah, this is
0: not a gay bag. This is not a gay shopping bag. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe, maybe they need to start making some more, oh, I hate to say, masculine, I'm using that word in inverted commas, but then it just goes back, feeding back straight into what I said needs to change, so yeah. I think people just need to get a fucking grip. And start reusing the shopping bags.
1: I have seen that Morrison's have started to do them. Um, just going to say paper this. ones, yeah, which brilliant. are actually really good. They're really strong. They're strong, big, big, and it's made of paper, so you can. And use I actually it, like, really easily. like
0: Morrison's because you know, like little things like um, my eggs. I buy,
1: yeah. I
0: go to a different section in the shop, and you buy them per egg. You oh, can re- that's re- I take the boxes and reuse them, yeah, and they are um, from a local farm. So they've only travelled They've only travelled like five miles or something
1: Oh that's so much better So you know just loads of little things like that I went into my Morrisons yesterday actually and they've done it up They've got a florist section now. Wow.
0: Yeah, this one has by and, me. Yeah, and
1: it's got like a woman there who wraps your flowers for you and oh, stuff Oh, no, now. I didn't see that. Yeah, mine's brand new. She's got a woman in there, Oh, a man, I'm sure it switches daily, <laughs> <laughs> um, who wrap your flowers for you, put nice nice. You know, little... at,
0: at, as supermarkets go, I think they're a really good shop.
1: Yeah. But do you know why? Because they've got traditional values. They believe you should have your butcher, you should have your baker, you should have your wow. chopstick maker. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> don't know candlestick maker candlestick your maker, maker. That's that's
0: your it. chopstick maker you're obsessed with fucking chinese food my fat later.
1: i just can't wait
0: <laughs> uh no i think we need to put an end to people bag shaming one another
1: yeah stop bag shaming you baguette you baguette <laughs> Oh my lordy! What we're, we're at the end of the show? Oh no, it's never long enough. Never long enough. That's what we they all say. We don't spend enough time <laughs>
0: together. Not me and you, Us and the listeners. We spend far too
1: much time together, darling. Well, all right then. Well, I'll just see you during podcast recordings then.
0: No, we've
1: got a nice busy weekend at Manchester Prize. It's exciting.
0: I just... oh, sorry. Go on. Come what on, are you I'm gonna just going to say it's
1: really exciting and. We're just gonna mention it one last time. We do have a live show next week as well. Do you know what? Well, before I was getting to the live show,
0: I was gonna say if you are intending pride, stay hydrated, stay with your friends, keep them phone batteries charged, ask over the bar if they've got charges. You know what I mean? It's a busy, busy time, Pride, especially big prides like Manchester, and I think it's important to stay safe. And it's important to contribute to the cause. You of course, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um but yeah, we have a live show next week. How are you feeling? For the live. Yeah, because we sit here all day. Go on.
1: I'm excited, slightly nervous, but I think that's only natural. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see everybody in the room. And I can't wait. We have announced this week that we do have um, our beautiful, beautiful comedian, Ellen DeGenerate, who's gonna be Can't opening the wait. show. She's gonna read us for filth. Absolutely. Well, she's
0: already said that apparently I've stolen one of her jokes
1: and used it on here. And she's got the receipts and coming for you, Apparently. So I, can... I don't know what I've done there. There we go. So if you come into the live you're gonna hear all of that. So that's exciting.
0: Do you know what else is exciting? What? That we get to meet everybody. Yeah. Can't wait to meet you guys. Um Keep the listeners' letters coming in. Keep supporting us. If you're enjoying the show, maybe you've already given us a review and liked us, but you don't know how else you can support us. Well, let me tell you share us with your friends. Pop us on your Facebook. Pop us on your Insta story. Tag us because all of that is helping us grow and helping us. I don't know. I was going to say get to where we want to be, but we don't even know. We're just pissing in the wind here, aren't we, (laughs) kids?
1: I love pissing in the wind. Love it.
0: I don't know why, but I just got a flashback to Dr. Whitmore. I just hope Dr. Whitmore's gonna be there. I'd love to meet him. Oh,
1: yes, sexy Dr. Whitmore. Oh, see you later,
0: Dr. Whitmore. The
2: Gossip Gaze. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.